IMLT is a national team that investigates and prosecutes loan sharks. A loan shark is somebody who lends money without the correct authorization from the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA. The IMLT provides emotional and practical support to victims and survivors of illegal lending. We recently held a national short story competition to raise awareness of the dangers of loan sharks and we are pleased to share one of the winning entries with you today. This story, Uncle, is by Trisha Waller, who lives in Cheshunt, Hertfordshire, and works with vulnerable students. Trisha's inspiration was partly taken from a new story about deprived families being rehoused to a new area and wondering about the twists and turns of people's lives. What's wrong with your brother? I bark at my nine-year-old daughter. He's sad because the other kids are calling him names, she whispers in my ear. Why, Sophie? Oh, Mum, his trainers are falling apart. I grab their hands as we cross the road and walk through the swing doors of the office building converted into 35 flats, which is now the place we call home. After the kids have wolfed down fish fingers and chips, watched too much TV, and I've read them four bedtime stories, I sit down with coffee and try to work out how I can afford new trainers. I just can't. I don't know what to do. Next morning on the way home from school, I feel a hand on my back. Hi, Jem. You look like you've got the worries of the world on your shoulders. Hello, Sam. Oh, Tyler's getting bullied because his trainers are old and I just don't know what to do. I blub, wiping the tears away with the back of my sleeve. Sam gives me a cuddle and says, don't worry, I'll ask Uncle to call. Number 33, isn't it? He'll sort it. He always does. Sure enough, at about 5.30 that evening, there is a tap at my door and there stands a smiley old gent with lots of white hair in an ankle-length black coat who reminds me of my Uncle Jack. We sit in the kitchen whilst the kids watch TV and he seems like a nice, kind old bloke. I make him tea, offer a hobnob which he declines, saying he has to watch his weight as he pats his tummy. Now, my dear, I hear you're in a spot of bother, he says, while stirring the third spoonful of sugar into his tea. Let me help. Times are tough when you're bringing up kids. How much would you like? Oh, I thought you would have to do a credit check or something before. No, my dear, not between friends. Shall we say £500? No, that's too much, I gasp. Look around, Jem. Wouldn't it be good to have fresh curtains, cushions, maybe buy the children something? Treat yourself, he says, smiling at me, just like my grandpa does. Well, put like that, can we say £600, I hear myself ask. Of course, my dear. And he reaches inside his coat and takes out a plump leather wallet. Here you are. Now I really must go. So good to meet you and your delightful children. I'll pop in next week, same time, if this is convenient. And he pops the pile of fresh £20 notes on the kitchen table in front of me. He doesn't wait for an answer, just calls out bye to the children and lets himself out, closing the front door gently. And there begins a Wednesday tea time routine. Uncle calls round for his tea with three sugars and a chat about this and that. He often brings the kids sweet sticky donuts or custard tarts from the bakers and I'll pay him what I can, sometimes £10 but usually 20 If I'm honest, I look forward to his visits. I miss my family in London loads and talking on the phone isn't the same as dropping round for a chat. We had to move from London to Essex though as our old flat was damp and tiny so this is a new start for the three of us and thanks to uncle the kids have both settled in well at school and I've even got myself a part-time job at a local supermarket. 
So one wet Wednesday, I casually ask if I might see the records of my repayments, as I'm in a better position now and would like to clear my debt. He doesn't say much. He doesn't have to. The angry look on his face says it all. I must go now, he says, standing quickly and almost runs to the door without even calling out to the children. Later, when I'm reading the second bedtime story of the day to my children, there is a hammering on my door. I open it to find a tall guy about my age with a shaven head wearing a black leather jacket. He barges past me saying, I'm here about your debt and sits down heavily at the table as he withdraws a roll of papers from his chest pocket. I heard you wish to repay the whole lot, he asks, one eyebrow lifting while his eyes look me up and down. He slides the papers over and I stare at the numbers in red. What's this? I only borrowed £600. I must have paid most of that back by now, I shout at him. I don't think so, sweetheart. He shakes his head, smiling at me. You have to take into account our terms and rates of interest. But Uncle never gave me any paperwork, I shout. Shh, you'll upset your kids. I'm sure we can come to an arrangement, nice-looking girl like yourself. Maybe two nights a week? I'll even supply a babysitter. How about it? Doing what exactly? Oh, nothing awful. Hostess with extras at a bar I own in town. How's about it, sweet cheeks? He peers at me from across the table. Get out! Get out! I scream. He gets up, slowly muttering, Your choice, but you'll be sorry, and walks slowly to the front door. I try to calm the kids down, keep saying everything is going to be okay, but how can it be? I just don't know where to turn. After a sleepless night, I take the kids to school, and even after they have disappeared into class, I just stand there, hands in my pockets, and don't even realise that I'm crying. Then I notice Mrs Sullivan, the head teacher, who gently says, Come on, you look like you need a hot cup of tea and one of my special biscuits. I let her lead me inside as if I'm one of her young pupils. Sit down, dear, and tell me all about it. Only if you want to, of course, but I'm a good listener. Then, between the tears and a few gulps of hot and then cold tea, I tell her the whole sorry tale, and she just listens and nods and hands me lots of tissues. When I stop talking, she passes a card across the table to me and says, you know, I guessed it was something like that. Phone this number as soon as you can, and they will sort it all out, and believe me, it's not the first time. So after apologising and thanking her and sobbing yet again, I walk back to the flat and phone the number on the card and they are amazing, giving me heaps of advice and even my own liaise officer who helps me while I make a statement and supports me to sort out my other debts. And then I hear from the council I'm going to be rehoused in a nice little flat on the outskirts of town. I never see uncle or his vile accomplice again, but if there is one thing this whole experience has taught me, it is never, ever borrow money from someone who pretends to be your friend. Loan sharks may appear friendly at first, but can quickly turn nasty. They may threaten your children and family if you get behind with repayments. Get help if you need it, and don't be ashamed. Don't suffer in silence. We urge anyone who has been affected by illegal money lending or who has concerns that a friend or loved one may be involved with a loan shark to contact the Illegal Money Lending Team on 0300 555 2222 or visit www.stoploansharks.co.uk. 
Live chat is available on the website from 9am to 5pm, Monday to Friday.